0: welcome to the grace world podcast i'm dan hewitt
1: and i'm becky his wife
0: this is episode 102
1: greetings and salutations everyone
0: likewise and then some (laughs) so how are you this fine day ah it's a good day you got to get plants
1: i got some plants yesterday it's memorial day weekend we went to this big place called Dutch Heritage Gardens, which has this huge open house. I've heard about it for years, but uh, we finally made the voyage yesterday over there. Yeah. It's a wholesaler, and they give you wholesale prices just for the weekend, and gobs of people are there, yes. and so we went and got a bunch of flowers, and I have them placed around in my yard of where I'm going to plant them, and so yeah,
0: I'm feeling it's good about it. 14 acres Inside of, of, a of greenhouse. greenhouses. Yeah, it's, it, was ama- yeah. It, it was overwhelming for reals,
1: but um, also kind of happy.
0: Today. Hey, so let's go from plants to growth. There we life, go. Huh? Little segue. Life and growth. We finally
1: made it. All that complaining I've done for the past three months about
0: Did you not being
1: able to grow things in my yard. Ah, yes. We didn't get spring snow this year in May. Glory, hallelujah. We only have two days left in May. Three days left in May.
0: Yep, I think so. we're gonna.
1: I think we're free and clear. So our my yard is and everybody's no yards are looking really nice because we actually have things growing. The sun, we'll a lot have of to rain, p- but plant
0: a banana tree or something or pineapples, probably not.
1: <laughs> probably not. <laughs> Although not I did grow pineapple ground cherries a couple of years ago. That was fun. Anyway, I I could talk about plants forever. Look what you got me on this my topic. This is the
0: Planch Grace plants. <laughs> Do you love your growth plants
1: and space? Those have been our themes this week. We've had we've been doing more organizing and whatever, and just enjoying the space in our house and our mm-hmm. yard and things being organized and clean.
0: So, but that's not really. That's almost the topic. Your
1: topic. I kind of we could get there. It's I could close. make it.
0: You jive, know, but... I I was reading... This is kind of almost... We'll do a little bit of more teaching-ish than just playing... Dan has co- some teaching. It'll be a conversational teach. Okay. But we were looking at... Well, I was looking Citric, at... not right. didactic. It'll be, yeah, something like that. Okay. We were looking at Romans 12, and I was looking at the end of it, and it has a lot of instructions, you know, that are that are just nice. They're how to deal with each other and stuff. But then I was thinking... It's interesting that in Romans 12, it has the spiritual gifts or some one list of spiritual gifts. And it's followed by how do you live with other people and deal with them? And then likewise, if you go look at first Corinthians chapter 12, that's a list of spiritual gifts. And guess what follows? First Corinthians 12.
1: First Corinthians 13.
0: You're good. So is that because you know the Bible really well Mm -hmm. or because you can count? You have taught me (laughs) a wise one. (laughs) So uh, Corinthians 13 is the famous love chapter. So it goes from gifts to love. Yeah. So how do we love? And then I think also you look in the other place it talks about. It's not so much gifts as the fivefold ministry that's in Ephesians 4. And what follows that is the relationships of husbands and wives. Children children and parents and so on and so I caught on it's like hey there's a clue there there must be a correlation it's like God gives you gifts and abilities and skills so that you can be part of life in other people's lives and live with them and be a blessing to others to actually I mean even says that in It actually says that in Romans 12. It says, you know, we're given these things for each other. And I think sometimes we just lose the, in all the religiousness of it, we miss the just straight, hey, live a life, have good, healthy relationships. Here's some gifts. Here's some abilities. And each of us have special things that we can do. Now share that with others and have a good life. And I think sometimes we get caught up in the well, you gotta behave well, you have to do this, you have to do that. And it's like, love each other, live each live with each other. So I want to look at Romans 12 and just look where am I gonna start? Verse nine, it says, and this is right after it says, if you got this gift, you know, well heck, I might as well read a couple of those so you get the clue in here. It says, you know, we also have different gifts. According to the grace given to us if a man's gift is prophesying let him use it in proportion to his faith If it's serving let him serve if it's teaching let him teach if it's encouraging let him encourage If it's contributing to the needs of others let him give generously if it's leadership let him govern diligently If it's showing mercy let him do so cheerfully and then we get into it says love must be sincere hate and that's actually the greek word there is love is unassumed i like that word love doesn't assume something about people Mm, that's good it says hate what's evil cling to what's good be devoted to one another in brotherly love honor one another above yourselves never be lacking in zeal but keeping your spiritual fervor serving the lord be joyful in hope patient in affliction Faithful in prayer and share with God's people who are in need. Practice hospitality. So all there, what's he, I mean, it's kind of like be a reasonable person. I mean, start with love must be sincere or love is unassumed. So. Are you in chapter 13 now? I'm in, no, I'm in 12. It's, they don't do a 12 and 13 the same way Corinthians does. But But it does follow what you're talking about. And then the second half is this. Got it. Okay. Love stuff. Doesn't necessarily. All the love stuff
1: comes after the gifts part okay so what was your question
0: so the first connection is what's right after gifts it's always love so the fundamental purpose of gifts is to love people are yeah. you going to guess that you looked like you were going to guess uh, i was going to turn <laughs> it
1: i was going to turn it backwards and uh-huh. say can you love without having these gifts
0: Is that a official question or did you have any thoughts?
1: I I, did. I just,
0: I think it's tough. I think we're given gifts so that we can give love because each of us is going to do it differently. All right. You and I, each you and I are going to let's pick some, we'll make a pretend hypothetical person. Somebody comes to us with needs. I'm going to give, and minister to that person or care for them in one way. And you're going to do something entirely different, most likely.
1: Based on a whole bunch of things like our personality, personality and our your giftings. Personality, your giftings,
0: your abilities, what you see, mm-hmm. what you visualize as the specific need and where God leads you. And so God connects each of us to different people for the things that we have and can do. So he doesn't call me to. I don't know, just to hug people. I guess I don't. I don't. I don't have a thing where I would say no. I'll never do that. But you you're, know,
1: you actually hug people. Quite I do. A bit. I yeah. But your dad. I think you're talking about your dad had a hugging ministry.
0: Yes. So, but each of us kind of sees it in a different place. And even like, there's things where we've talked to people where they were going through something, and. I probably could have maybe said what you said but you needed to say it and I said something different because that's what I needed to say and it's just that we're each in different places and we have different giftings and I think that's the whole point God's making is surprise you need other people all right that goes back to the garden God created Adam and then it's like hey clue in you need somebody else i purposely made you so that you are incomplete and then he made the woman and then it was like okay she completes you and the pattern since then has been you need other people to be complete so all right so let's go That's, ahead
1: I, i'm not going to go off on a tangent there I, I, because i feel like the relationship is what's the point of that? Mm-hmm. I'm a whole person. You're sure. a whole person. So I don't think you're saying you aren't a whole person if you don't have. No, other people what I think what we're really saying
0: is God's point is, I'll call it this: long-term solitude of aloneness is not God's design for your life.
1: Because relationship is the design. That's yes. the fundamental right. design you of are, humanity: right. is to be in relationship.
0: Yes. Yep. Yeah, it's not that you're broken and incomplete, it's that God has relationships. In fact, that's the whole point of, we go back to, we talked about perichoresis some time ago. It's that interpersonal relationship of God. God invites us into that interpersonal relationship of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. They aren't hanging out together because they're needy and incomplete they're hanging out together because that is the nature of God is unity within diversity and love and love. Well, that's kind of what the love is them, the interplay of them together. And so we're invited in that. So it's not that we are incomplete as much as it's, we get to join into something more. So,
1: so I can connect that with the gifts business. Okay. Gifts are made to be relational. Mm Mm-hmm gifts aren't just something to give us to put us separate from other people. Right. That's the opposite in, in, in how you're applying this, which is a beautiful application in this um, lesson. The fact that something relational, whether it's specific love, like in 1 Corinthians or in Ephesians and Romans, a more understand, a, a little bit more pointed example of how to relate to other people. The point of gifts is to be relational, which goes back to my question. Do you need the gifts to love people? I, I'm going to, I'm willing to say right now I could say, yes, mm-hmm. I'm not sure you can right. love without having some kinds of graces, which is what the gifts are yeah. in understanding. And first those have to be received. You have to be in grace. You have to be in mm-hmm. some sense of relationship with somebody to be able to offer love. But but we do that, the point of gifts, and we're talking about a lot of these are the supernatural gifts, right?
0: Uh, this chapter, Romans is the, yes, it has some of them, yeah, prophecy and, well, it has prophecy, faith, ministry, teaching, exhortation. So doesn't this has matter, actually, of It doesn't matter, actually, I yeah. guess
1: it doesn't matter at all if it's, if they're supernatural gifts we call or them not, the fun or gifts. just, <laughs> rela- they're all relational gifts. Yes. So whether you do something that shocks somebody into a, that can't be possible, or mm-hmm. whether you minister through a teaching or minister through an exhortation, uh, minister through, minister is the word I'm using there, which really is to love, to right. find somebody in, a, just to acknowledge somebody where they're at and to love them in a way that uh, spurs them on or comforts them or brings them into a different understanding Of the situation or that moment so that they can live fully in that moment. Mm -hmm. That's what ministry does is it brings people into their place in that moment of time of identity, purpose, and vision in a fuller way.
0: That's good. In fact, if we take more of the relational aspect of gifts as it's ministering into love, then we can look at some of the gifts that people, I think, either misuse or misunderstand like prophecy well a lot of people think well prophecy is for me to tell them that God is going to smite them and it's like no prophecy is for you to communicate a specific thing to a specific person or group of people that God wants them to know Mm -hmm. and it's not necessarily smiting it may be an encouragement Mm -hmm. it may be a blessing but it's basically God says I want to connect truth specifically to people at this place and time so that they know me more. I mean, if you look at all the Old Testament prophecies, the point of them isn't just that God wants to smite and blast people. Most of them are God's like, hey, dudes, you guys are kind of heading down a path here. And uh, that's not going to have a good conclusion if you keep going down that path. Yeah. So that's love. That's not. Just, I want to smite. <laughs>
1: yeah. I, you you disgust me. Poof, you're gone. Yeah,
0: off you go. No, it's always out of love. And even you look at the great verses like uh, Jeremiah 29. No, is it 29 or 19? You know, the I know the plans for you to prosper you and all that. Well, that's right after he says, I'm sending you off to Babylon because you guys are so... Yeah. Doing such terrible, awful things and it's time for you to head out. But... It's only for a little while and I want to bless you and I want to make sure you know that I love you. And so he brings him back. Yeah. So it's never a blast and smite kind of a thing. So let's keep going on this. It says, you know, hates what evil now often. What does hate so is evil. That's the next thing is love. What's since love must be sincere or unassumed hate what is evil or even says in the greek shrinking from that's even a better word sometimes i get to read shrink shrink from evil which i think was draw away from the temptation or the things which are evil i think that's a much better way of saying that right because otherwise instead of hate yeah there's a lot of words here we use where we can start to head down a path where people start hating the person rather than going hey i just want to stick away from evil things mm-hmm. not <coughs> not i hate people mm-hmm. all right and here's a good thing cling so yeah that shrink back it says really the greek is kind of like shrinking from the evil and clinging to the good mm-hmm. so the idea great there, imagery there yeah first you
1: win by the way I'm that's
0: or so okay. yeah nine and ten guess nine twelve nine
1: okay keep going
0: so And he says, be devoted to one another in brotherly love. So, or in the more literal, I'm I'm reading out of the interlinear Bible. So it says, yeah, which is in brotherly love to one another, loving warmly, in honor, one another preferring, in zeal, not slothful, in spirit burning, the Lord serving. So, I mean, that's all kind of backward, but it gives you more of the actual the direct translation words. So the ideas are be devoted to one another. What does it mean? It means to have an affection or an attention towards other people. Mm-hmm. Now, where do we often get that? Cause we, part of this is we often swing one way or the other, right? Mm-hmm. Always. That's our pendulum. job of life is pendulum swinging. We, yes. So it's like the one that says honor one another's above yourselves. Where do we go wrong In that one often
1: Well if you swing the pendulum To the legalistic Self-debasing side Mm -hmm. That means you always put Other people's needs Or wants Or perceived Perceived needs or wants Mm -hmm. You you set yourself To a place where you feel like Your needs or wants don't matter And so you don't do anything To take You don't do any kind of self-care Or Mm self-awareness And you're only trying to Please or it's really a pleasing
0: thing. Being a people pleaser, yeah. So you just have to, to make sure people. everybody else is happy, mm-hmm. and too bad for you. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting because if you jump way down to verse eighteen, if it's possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. You know what? You can't fix everything with everybody. So the goal—you got
1: to put that in in context. Sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm not, well, yes, is do not do pay seventeen. This. Don't hold a grudge or try to get even, but mm-hmm. plan your life around... I'm reading the Passion. Plan your life around the noblest way to benefit others. Right. Uh, and then following eight, in, so then 18, do your best to live in peace with everybody. And then 19, don't be obsessed with taking revenge, but leave that to God. So a context is key there. Mm-hmm. He's talking about... Uh, well even before that don't be smug and think that for a moment you know everything don't hold a grudge or try to get even try to live in peace with anybody don't be obsessed with taking revenge he's talking about a mindset there where you're tit for tat you're trying constantly to always be in a like a fairness Mm -hmm. mindset or a well if they do this to me then I'm gonna have to do this back to them that revenge or holding a grudge or being smug because you think you know what's best right that's a that's a attitude not a love attitude yeah that's a very selfish attitude
0: well there's kind of two halves of this section or two sections the first one is the preparation of what love is and i think the second section is what if it's not working out like you think it's supposed to Mm -hmm. and that's that second section which is hmm I'm still having problems with people.
1: What (laughs) I love, and everybody doesn't love me automatically, and I live in a hundred percent. Well, everybody loves
0: Becky. So that's free zone. That is not true, actually. I got yelled at yesterday. mean he yelled at you. He did. That's terrible. He
1: misunderstood the situation. Anyway. Anyway.
0: So I want to go back to your first part of that of the uh, keeping the right attitude because actually Paul has some verses, various places on. What do we think of ourselves? You know, there's a verse, don't think more highly than you ought. Well, it doesn't say don't think poorly of yourself. It says just don't think more highly than you should. Yeah. Which is you do have value. You do have merit. You do have goodness. You do need to have your needs met. And I think that's probably one of those things that in churchy world Mm -hmm. where, especially I think more with women than men, Mm -hmm. where it's like, I'm just going to sacrifice my needs all the time. And what happens is there's probably some bitterness grows in there. Because it's mm-hmm. like you're never... Not probably. Va- <laughs> I'll say maybe there's a chance. Because it's always, yeah, I have to throw myself on the grenade for everybody else to make sure everybody else is okay. And I think part of growing in maturity is saying, how can I love others but appropriately protect and keep myself safe? And there may be a time, and this is where sometimes... Are you going to be persecuted? Do you have to throw yourself on a grenade? That might happen once or twice in your life, but that's not a lifestyle yeah. where, a bad, where it's just you have to make a choice that's going to be, I really have to sacrifice myself for another person. That shouldn't be the normal way you live.
1: I think there's a way to live. In service to others, mm-hmm. let's let's back off here okay. a little bit in the dramatic. Throw yourself on a grenade, always sacrificing. Let's right. let's pull it back to where it's a little more subtle. Mm-hmm. I'm serving others. Mm-hmm. I'm hosting others. I'm making sure that others' needs are taken care of before mine, uh, because that's what Jesus would want me to do. Because that's what Jesus did. Uh, how I haven't counted, but there are many times in the life of Jesus is recorded through the gospels that he went away and mm-hmm. took care of himself in between those serving times. Right. So I think again if your pendulum swinging yeah you're going to be off balance. But if you're understanding yeah I do live a lifestyle of serving whether it's I'm a caregiver, I'm a mother, I'm a father, I'm a worker in the service industry, however that goes. You are going to be asked to continually serve others, which does mean at some level putting others before you. But if you have no foundation or backdrop of your own of understanding how you are also being cared for, even in the serving moment, Mm -hmm. and your mentality is, oh, I'm just sacrificing or, oh, I'm squashing my... Needs in the moment by and by that I don't mean like oh well what do I need you know I need a like when you're serving a meal to somebody well Mm -hmm. guess what you need to eat too so so you can do both it's the when you're just serving others and neglecting yourself right that is that's not love. No. That has an agenda, a different agenda. That's mm-hmm. not a love agenda.
0: And it does plant seeds of bitterness. It also plants... Yeah, it also harms self-righteousness your... sometimes of...
1: And uh, it affects more... It mm-hmm. affects your mindset about yeah. things and it definitely affects your body. Mm-hmm. Because your body will not go long without being having its needs met mentally, physically, and emotionally without saying, trying to give you hints. Hey, hey, take care of me too. So if you're having... I think there are some connections with <laughs> ailments that we have in our bodies sometimes where your body's trying to get your attention mm-hmm. and say, I-, I need you to pay attention to me to what's happening. Could be your, Here, here's an easy one for me. When I'm playing the piano, mm-hmm. I am so focused on the music in front of me and what I'm playing that I jut my chin just a little bit But what that does is put my neck out of alignment. And if I go too long in that position, my Mm. neck starts to hurt real Mm -hmm. bad. And it's saying, hello, hello. You're too focused on that music. You need to stay focused on your your posture and give me some relief here in a minute. And as soon as I pay attention to that and fix my posture and stretch a little bit, my body goes, okay, thank you. Okay, go back to your music now. It's not a... It's an easy fix yeah. if you pay attention right. to what's going on. If you're hungry and you're like, oh yeah, but I got this chore I need to do and I'm not going to feed myself for the next three hours because it's going to take me that long to do the chore. By the time you get to that three hour, into that three hours, you're not going to feel so hot yeah, because your body's going to be like, I don't know how much longer you're going to keep ignoring me so I'm going to shut you down. Right, uh, I'm going to... Make you feel weak or maybe even pass you out because (laughs) you got to stop for a minute and take care of me. Like
0: Uh,
1: our bodies are there to help us uh know how to be doing self-care. Right. It's not us against our bodies.
0: Right. You got to learn how to use all the tools and part of the tools are rest. And there is a time for solid, right? We need a time for we want to be part of the community Mm -hmm. and there's a time where we need solitude that's jesus pattern Mm -hmm. it's i need to know when it's time to be alone and it's time to okay there's time i'm gonna go talk to five thousand people and And feed them with a huge miracle and all this kind of stuff and it's like okay done with you guys (laughs) i'm (laughs) out of here carry on
1: now i'm gonna go back up to the mountain and 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 in that way he could be fully present in the serving moments right because he had attended to the places in his own space psyche and you recognize the timeliness
0: of everything right now's the time to do this it now's the time to do that
1: on the cross he could be fully present in that ultimate human sacrifice he was he had taken care of himself so well that mm-hmm. he could be on the cross asking for or setting the example of forgiveness to the people that totally misunderstood the situation and yeah. falsely, completely falsely accused and crucified him. And he still had an attitude of forgiveness. The only way he could do that was to know and be fully in tune to the love that he was right. receiving and knowing in in his inner man, in his self of being completely in union with God. That's the only way he could yeah. have done that.
0: Well, let me look at the last couple of verses on that part because I think we kind of have discussed them. It says, you know, never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervor serving the Lord. Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer and share with God's people who are in need and practice hospitality i think each of those things there is saying there's a timeliness there you know sometimes we look at a list okay you got to be doing all these things and i think you know, there's what's like in their time yeah
1: the- <laughs> by next sunday i have to check off all of these lists
0: right <laughs> you know and it's, it's kind of like the Proverbs 31 woman, right? You can look at that as a checklist and say, well, if you're not doing all this stuff, mm-hmm. you're not a godly woman. And the whole point was, this was an awesome woman who was doing some stuff, and he was kind of praising her for how impressive this woman was.
1: Over a lifetime.
0: Over a lifetime, yeah. And it's all sorts of things that she's done, and it's a record of, here's how amazing this woman was. It wasn't so, we get the guys, you know, you come out of you get married and the first thing is, okay, go be a Proverbs 31 woman, you know? And it's like, well, no. (laughs) Do the part that you're supposed to do. And I think that's, you know, we read the things of Paul or Peter or whoever as we read the Bible. And often it's, we do, we just conglomerate them all and say, well, I've got to be doing all this stuff. Mm -hmm. And the answer is, but not at the same time. Mm Mm-hmm. And only when appropriate. So he goes on to the next one. So now we've talked about we're interacting with people. And then the next thing he says is bless those who persecute you. Uh Uh-oh, what? Sometimes people don't like me, Mm -hmm. which is a shock. I can't believe a person would not like me. (laughs) Rejoice with those who rejoice. Mourn with those who mourn live in harmony with one another don't be proud but be willing to associate with people of low position and don't be conceited okay so what's the point of all that number one is deal with people where they're at Mm -hmm. you know if they're sad you don't have to go hey jesus is here and he loves you and you're doing great it's like well Give them a hug or, you know, just sit with empathy. a person, have empathy, yeah. you know, be aware and of where somebody's... they're
1: at and don't try to fix them or make them feel better with ice cream or whatever. Just be there. <laughs> just, I, I mean, I, that's something I, I definitely tend to do. I definitely want to, if my children are hurting, I'm always like, here, have some food. Let's feel better now. Instead of, uh huh. hey, this is hard. I acknowledge this is hard. This yeah. is, I'm sorry for for this situation i'll sit with you and tell you you know in it i'll sit here with you in it for a few minutes or a few hours whatever it's a hard and just hard be life with you
0: for us. Mm-hmm. yeah sometimes it's tough and i think that's kind of the point is live with people i guess to say live with them where they're at now and it doesn't mean you get dragged down without somebody's being depressed and they're just depressed, but it means connect to them, recognize where they're at, listen to the Holy Spirit. And that's always going to be the words, right? Listen. What? To, listen to the Holy Spirit. because he, he might has something. have
1: something to help you with. He yeah. might give you a gift in the moment to be able right. to love that person. Yeah. In a way that will will give them whatever they need in that moment. Right.
0: And I think the other one is do not be proud, but be willing to associate with people of low position. I think more often we often have that because this is in a culture where he's connecting to a lot of church people who may not be slaves and there's a lot of slaves and so forth. And I think we often have even the other way too in our society where it's like, well, I don't like people that have money. They're all, you know, they're all covetous or whatever. And it's like, just, view people as people no matter what their economic status is you don't have to come in with an attitude if somebody's poorer than you if somebody's richer than you just love them as a person i kind of have a joke there where if somebody's richer than you they got there because they're greedy if someone's poorer than you they're there because they're not listening to the lord that's kind of like <laughs> seems to be the default with some people the, yeah the it's like well you would have more money if you the would mo- just do what's right. right and then people that have the more money judgment. than you it's like wow you're probably greedy and, mm-hmm. and it's like just it's not your job to job to judge where other people are at and how they got there right. you know that's not your business right. that's their thing
1: that's exactly so, right
0: well you know it says at the end there do not repay anyone evil for evil and be careful to do what's Right in the sight of everybody, if it's possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. As so, far
1: as it depends on right, you, in other words, sometimes it doesn't depend yeah. on you, and that other person does not want to be in peace with you for whatever reason. Right, and you cannot make them.
0: And we have, have or had manipulate them. For, Thirty-five years of marriage. There's one or two people that we haven't been able to really reconcile with oh, there's more than that well there's big ones that, <laughs> okay big, but you're big like that. you're like okay i'm trying to do whatever i can and they're just like nope that's not good enough mm-hmm. and it's like well okay <laughs> yep i guess we're not gonna be buddies right now <laughs> yep. you know and there's no animosity and it's not like i'm hating somebody for it it's just like they don't really want to work through this or deal with it in a, what I would call a reasonable manner, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I'm sure their opinion is different. Mm-hmm. Which so is why we I'm do positive we'll their opinion <laughs> is different. Right, exactly. Because <laughs> so, I know their opinion, at right. least from a at long time point, ago. Yeah. yeah. So who knows what's ago. different these days? Mm-hmm. You know, and it says, don't take revenge. Because what is it? The revenge is us figuring we have, there's so many things in life, not if just revenge. Where we feel the need that we have to go fix it and make sure something happens. Mm -hmm. And we're not willing. And I think the key there with revenge and any of those others is we're not listening to God and trusting that he is working within a situation.
1: Because sometimes he will tell you what to do in a situation to Mm -hmm. try to to repair or restore or redeem what was taken from you. Right. Right we're not saying we always just lay down the whole, It's not God's job to say, always lay down and be, uh, walked all the over. Yeah. yeah. That's not what listening to God is listening. But this don't take revenge business again, context. Okay. He's talking to Christians that were being persecuted, right? In Romans. mm-hmm. They were being persecuted. Yeah. And he's saying, it's not your job at this point to try to undo all of the persecution and make sure that the Romans who had just killed Jesus not too long ago, right. were are going to get on board here with this whole gospel business and be able to, I mean, there were so many, there was so much historical context going on here I, again, that yeah. we just can't just pull this verse up and say, okay, well this must mean that I can never take revenge on anybody or I can never point out in a relationship, Hey, you did me wrong. Mm-hmm. Hey, you offended me. As you're led by God, as you're led by the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit, there might be times when you do have to confront, or right. you do have to advocate, or you do have to stand up for what is right. That, that's not what you're saying. Again, yeah. that's not what you're saying. But what you're saying is, listen to God, because sometimes right. the revenge part isn't going to come from you right. actively taking revenge. And I'm revenge. extending
0: the re- the idea of us trying to control anything.
1: Mm-hmm. If we're not
0: listening to God, then we're on our own trying to manipulate circumstance. You know, whether it's I want more money. I want my house fixed. I want this guy to come here and do a job on my house or I want.
1: Or big things like somebody that we know that we're very close to who is definitely being stolen from from the by the government money. Thousands of dollars yeah. that are being demanded and taken mm-hmm. garnished from wages. For realsies. Okay. Yeah. That situation at this point looks pretty hopeless unless we trust that God is yeah. also involved in this situation as we listen and And, and he brings watch. redemption. And yeah. he brings the redemption because we believe that that will happen at some level.
0: Yeah. I agree. Well, you know, he goes on the thing, the whole God says, it's mine to avenge, I'll repay. On the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he's thirsty, give him something to drink. In doing this, you'll heap burning coals on his head. And there's various things on what that means. But it says, do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. So the conclusion here really is we get interested in the strategic. Okay, this needs to be revenged. This needs to be done. This justice needs to happen. And God's kind of saying, let me deal with that and I will tell you what to deal with. Instead of you viewing your enemy as the enemy, I want you to view him as someone that I love and then therefore you love. So you'll take care of him and you will do what's good for him. And so the whole final thing is do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good.
1: Do not be overcome. What was the word that you that was used up earlier in there?
0: Uh, shrinking from or. Well, that was unassumed. Right. So, love. So
1: if you're not shrinking back from evil, you're going to be overcome by it.
0: Yeah. In fact, it literally says in the Greek, uh, not be conquered by the evil, but conquer by the good, the evil. So basically good conquers evil. Mm -hmm. So it's if you want to be victorious, be good, Mm -hmm. do good. And I think that's just such an amazing thing because, you know, usually I mean, gosh, you can look at countries, you know, Israel and the Arabs over the years. What do they do every year? Everybody wants to bomb each other. And I'm not going to take sides on that. Well, I know I have an opinion, but. How long is it, well, you killed our people, so I'm going to attack your people. Okay, you attacked us back, so I've got to attack you back. And, well, I'm going to attack you back, and I'm going to attack you back. And it's like, well, that's this system is not working. <laughs> right. This is not a...
1: I, I feel a little cyclical uh, pattern here that it has no end and Right, no and somebody resolution. has to
0: say, okay, well, actually, both of them have to say, because one of them does say it more than another, but somebody has to, you have to get to the point of saying, okay, I'm done doing evil. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to give good. And I think ultimately, if you come to all this, what's our point? God wants us to live in community, in relationship with people. And the way we do that is we view them as good and we deliver good through the giftings and the love that God gives us. And when we can do that, you're going to see the evil is conquered and you will see that good triumphs and you will see that life is a wonderful thing. Yeah. Okay. Hey. I'm
1: encouraged. Are you encouraged?
0: I am. We've, so. We
1: have had some redeeming even this weekend. We mm-hmm. ha, we're we not going to share all the stories, whatever, but we've had some things. We had some things happen yesterday that
0: were damaging. It's a party.
1: And, and we're like, Wee-ha. hey, 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 stop it, stop it. Like Not necessarily towards any one person or anything, but um, already some redeeming has happened today. Today, from that situation, things have gotten restored or mm-hmm. redeemed. So, it works; it does work. Yeah, not getting all been out of shape and worked up and whatever, and just walking in peace and walking in the trust of the of God moving in the situation and and bringing things back into order. Mm-hmm. We can testify that that happens.
0: Yep. All right. Well, hey, I hope you have the opportunity to conquer evil with good, to view some people that you have in the past in a new light and to protect yourself, do it safely, but do it with love. So, and and if,
1: if you want to share anything about that, talk to us at all. You can find us on the website at grace.world.com. Mm-hmm. that's it grace.world if you go to grace.world you can sign up for emails and subscribe and get our uh, podcast sent directly to your email or you can find us on Spotify iTunes Apple I don't even know what I'm talking about all those things all the platforms that you can hear podcasts darn near everything everywhere call us at 833-85-GRACE good job leave I finally got it leave a voicemail or if you know us, you can text us, talk to us at church, talk to us at family gatherings, whatever. We love to hear from you. We are blessed by you, and we hope that you have a very full, satisfying, loving week. All right. We'll see you next time. Bye there. We love you. Bye.
0: Bum, 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 bum. Bum.